Welcome back, guys, to the Uh Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. And today we have a special guest. He goes by Larry Paz, known for his music and lifestyle vlogs. What would you call it, Larry? That boy known for his art globally. Damn. Yes, sir. He's also a beard connoisseur. He's a spokesperson for all people that have nice beards around the world. I'm about to launch a beard oil. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a that's huge news. <laughs> that's what everybody that gets a beard does. They got to go get a beard oil. It's just part of the process. That makes Damn. sense. I mean, how long does it have to be for you to consider getting oil for your beard? It's got to be, you know. And then I got some beard oil. Like, do you do you do measure you it? Beard oil. Yeah. But like, awesome. when like do you day. start using beard oil? Well, like, down, pretend you're clean shaven right now, and now you're growing out your beard. When do you start using oil? When you got it, like, when you got like a little, like that's the limit right there. Like a little cushion, you know. Once they start like going like that, mm. then you can- should Marty use it on his mustache? Yeah, should I? Like, is it not enough, or sh- like? Do I even need it? I mean, you could use it down here. I mean, you could use it on the mustache too. But I don't let this grow that much, though. I kind of <laughs> keep it trimmed. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If I use it on my pubes, will it make my pubes nice? Yeah, make it nice and shiny. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's smelling I like, like that. citrus. You know why I like to have a little bit of pubes? Hmm. It it, it kind of makes it feel like longer than it is. It's like an infinity thing, you know, because there's like all that like darkness around it. Hmm. It makes it feel infinite. You know, it's like it's like having darkness. something something in like a, a black pool, something in the middle. It's going to seem bigger than it is because it's surrounded by darkness. Wow, you know, so darkness. I make sure that I let it grow around the penis, so it just gives it that illusion. Like Especially death. when it's hit like by direct light, you can't really hit it on a side light. When you hit a side light, it it throws it off. It has to be direct light. So every time, so how do you I present that? It, yeah, so that I walk into a room. You know how some people walk into a room and they notice like, okay, there's like three exits in here in case somebody tries to shoot the place up. I walk right. into the room, look directly up into the ceiling. I'm like, all right, my dick would look good from this angle if I stand over here. So whenever I take off my pants, I have to be in that angle over there. So hmm. you're always thinking about taking off your pants? No, I'm not. But I, it's just the first instant immediate thought is like, okay, mm. like Lighting. I would probably have like a good, like nice just like a, a good view of my penis if I stood at this angle right here. <clears throat> Shit. You know? I mean, you Let's gotta... move on from this subject. I think we can. Uh, I think we could do better. Yeah, there, there's nothing that can work for you, Marty. There's no lighting that would absolutely <laughs> work for you. <laughs> Wait, Damn. Nick, how do you know? Hey, man, Nick, we've been friends Nick for a long has been time. talking about your junk for a long time, bro. I've seen I've, it. It is I what it is. It. You've seen it? Yeah, while you're sleeping. Whoa. Damn. What? Let's move on. Damn. No, let's just move on. Did you just. That's, that's wrong. On. So, um, did you did you guys see this whole uh, gas price situation? How it's kind of lowering again? Or starting to lower? It's lowering? Is it? <clears throat> well, yeah, no, apparently uh, oil. Oil barrel prices fell, and the national average went down. But I mean, here in fucking LA, it's—I've seen places that was seven dollars. That's insane. Close to my house. I already thought four twenty was too much. Yeah, when it hits the because that's what it is here. It's already, a, it's already a thing. Four, it's like okay, hold on a second. Yeah, but we makes you want to get an electric places. car for real, though. Yeah. Even though, like, it makes you want to get a an electric car. 
But I mean, isn't that part of the plan for everyone to drive electric in the future? I guess. I think so. Something's happening. Right. But it's kind of scary, though, because it's like kind of like a smart car, you know, so it's like someone can hack that shit, if anything. Yeah, Yeah, but, you know, all these engine cars, anybody could hack all those cars, too. Not not. Yeah, but they're more analog than a fucking Tesla, my guy. Like that Mm -hmm. is so fucking digital. For sure. I I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. It's a little bit sketchy in that aspect. They could just tap into your car wi-fi lock it or whatever like not make it work or drive it while you don't think elon has control over any tesla i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know either yeah it's just a question i mean yeah think about like the government in the future if they want to take somebody out just make it really look like an accident oh the car malfunctioned damn you're like living in a movie nick oh yeah yeah that shit doesn't fucking happen right yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't know if it happens does it happen nobody wants to talk about it i know watch like a fucking fbi agent just burges in right here just takes me out like oh god oh god (laughs) that would be a funny ass live stream that would be hilarious but uh let's move on to music have you guys seen the kanye west documentary larry i know you told me about it and after you told me about it i checked it out and holy fuck did you watch a doc i watched the whole thing all three parts I didn't watch the whole thing yet. I watched the first episode. Yeah, I watched the first one and then half of the second one. It's definitely inspiring. And it's crazy that all this time, those footage existed. Right? Like, key moments in his career. Like, coming up with, like, hooks from, like, hit songs. And he has that shit on tape. All falls down, bro. Him going inside of the fucking Rockefeller's records and playing it to people and people just looking at him like not even caring, talking to other people, not knowing it's going to be one of the biggest hits of all time. Like, that's yeah. crazy that he bro, has that's that That's crazy stuff footage. I, yeah. that, that inspired me to, like, literally film every second, bro. Like, just to yeah. have that, you know? Because who, know, who knows what the future holds? Bro, that boy Cootie, uh, whatever his name is, that filmed this whole shit, I heard he got like 30 yeah. mil for that. That's it, bro. He got a career made. That's it. Yeah, but career I mean, and it, 30 mil. <laughs> he literally, in the beginning, said that he gave up his career to pursue filming Kanye. Yeah, because there was crazy. moments in there. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you guys got to it. Fuck, I don't know how much I could talk about it without spoiling yeah, it. But there's moments in that. there that... Like, I don't understand how he made it work. Honestly, like, it's crazy. Anyways, no, what do you guys shit. think it takes for you to become, like, a full-time music artist? Like, like what, what do you have to do? How much do you have to sell? How much do you have to stream? How much do you have to, like, how many shows? Like, what do you think is the idealistic number for you to, like, live comfortably? Maybe, like, let's just put it, like, at least earning, like, 10K a month. Like, as an artist, what do you have to do to earn that, like, to earn that monthly? I guess it just depends, like, what route you go. Because some people, they do the performance route. Some people do the streaming route. Some people do the shows and getting placements in the movies and shows. That pays good amount. So it just depends on... Or maybe all of them, right? I mean, streaming doesn't really pay that much, bro, to be honest. Like, you need so much streams just to earn 10K a month. Right. So, I mean, you can't really rely on that. Like, that's just pretty much to release it and have people listen, right? How many streams do you need to make $1,000 a month? Bro, you you need a lot of streams, bro. 
Like what's like a, a lot? Like give me a random number, like a hundred thousand streams. Like a like a million streams, maybe. For a thousand bucks? Oh no, you need to get two hundred fifty thousand streams on Spotify to make a thousand bucks. Okay, so a million would be four four K. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, so I mean that could be part of it to get to that 10k. So like if you're getting yeah. like two four million, million views, you said four four million views. No, like one million. How many views? Four thousand. Oh, one million. Right. So like one million streams is like 4k. What else can you do as an artist to to bring that number up? YouTube, I would YouTube. say would be yeah would be major. But like music videos. Music videos, music content anything on youtube really um and if that's popping you can get adsense money right then you make adsense money yeah and then also what about getting, performing yeah performing yeah you could definitely or like getting on shows like tv shows but that wouldn't pay you for a while because that's more like royalties and publishing i feel like as a musician it's very hard more than any other craft to generate money in the beginning. I feel like most musicians, like if you think about the rap industry, that's why it's glorified that drug dealers become artists because they have the financial means to do so. Um, Or that's why you seek out a record deal so that you have the means to do so. And most of the record deals are terrible because it's basically advances that you have to pay interest on. Right. Um, So, but then I going think, the independent route is like much harder because you don't have that capital to get started, yeah, right? That, that's why you need like a nine to five almost to be able to to be able to do that as an artist. It needs to be a, a side gig for a long time until you could really generate that. I feel unless you get like dope opportunities, like you know being in the studio with certain people, getting connected and stuff. I just feel like it's harder because as in the filmmaking industry, I could use my craft to just get a gig and get a client, but you can't get a client as an artist per se, unless you're a producer. Yeah. But like, which was like what just singing, Kanye was doing, right? Yeah. But if you're just singing, it's harder. Like, what what can you do? You unless do you're right. like singing so provide a service stuff, as well. Yeah, service. Yeah. Is yeah. what you're saying. Like, if yeah, you're it's doing harder to covers. provide a service. Yeah, but like, it, it, I don't feel like it's as consistent and as, as easy. <laughs> As like I mentioned, like a client searching for either a beat or a video. Well, I also think like if you get 10 million views on a sketch and you get 10 million plays on a song, I think the outcome is different. Yes, I think it's better to get 10 million views on or uh, uh, streams on a song than 10 million views on a sketch. Like, Why is that? I, I just feel like music travels further and it's like very easy to repeat a song. Like I could, if I listen to a good song, I'm going to listen to that shit a hundred times. If I see a good video, I'm going to watch it at most a couple more times. If it's short enough, if it's too long, I'm not yeah. going to watch it again. Right. It seems like video content is for the viewer and then music is for the listener. But in, in a way where it's like people who make music, they usually make it like for themselves in a way. And then mm-hmm. ch- people choose to like it and listen to it if they want. But video creators are like creating, crafting the video so that way the viewer has a good experience. And you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, it's different. You're You're making like changes to your video based on like the visual side what people want to see yeah what people want to see and yeah but i kind music. of feel it's the same thing with music in a sense like I, I feel like it goes both ways with both of those because it's art so an art is like you want to appeal to other people so you can attract them but at the same time you want to make it as much as you as possible so you can be individual and separate yourself from everybody else so it's kind of the same thing like in editing or in acting or in whatever you're doing in, in um filming you can film it in your own style, just like singing. You can do a rift in your own style, do a, a beat, a snare, whatever, in a specific style. 
but I feel like you're still kind of crafting to make it as best as possible in a sense. Like you're not necessarily crafting a video for the audience. Like you are, but like it's more of like you're doing it to be as best as it could possibly be, which would give that the collateral of making it good for the audience. Yeah, I guess you're saying it's the same thing, Nick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's I mean, because do you think, Larry, do you think that there are artists out there that are creating for people instead of themselves? Because, I mean, that could be also be, you know, subjective, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think both kinds of artists exist, but it seems like the music that catches on was just made a, a lot of times out of like some random things or like, you know, rappers sing rap about like their personal experience you know yeah they're not they're not like acting you know right they're not playing a character they're playing themselves i I don't know though i feel like sometimes labels push certain things like the song you're such a fucking oh i love that doesn't sound natural it just sounds like they got two big ass artists put them together exactly you know what i mean and manufacture that shit or like uh that song let me see you work out for me by Jay Cole. He talks about how he basically manufactured that song because he knew it would be a radio hit. <clears throat> so people oh, wow. make radio hits. That's exactly. like acting in a sense. Like you, you act, I don't know. I feel like it could be the same, you know? Yeah, no, there is those like types of projects, you know, like some songs are made for the audience, but some songs are made from the artist's perspective just about his life and people are like listening like like kodak or like j cole you know these are like rappers rapping about their situation and people are liking it but like for a sketch you're kind of like writing the script you know like kodak ain't writing the script to his his story he's just writing the words to tell it to you well he's writing lyrics instead of a script yeah, to tell it to you what happened. Right. But like a script, you're like making it up, you know, in a way. Yeah, but right. like I think a lot of maybe maybe you can up. compare them more to comedians because comedians draw from like life experiences and they yeah. also like technically write jokes, you know? So right. like it, it, it kind of falls under that same category too. Like comedians and artists, music artists are pretty yeah. similar when it comes to that. Yeah. The art side of it is different than like the marketing and branding side of it, right? Like the marketing and branding is like content, consistency, you know, like all these SEO, uh, thumbnail, (laughs) title, you know, that's like the, it could be art too, but that's like the branding side. And then there's like the art side where it's just marketing. Yeah. Marketing and, and yeah, branding, and then the the art side is like the expression, right? The so that's that, like that's mostly what I was trying to get at, like for you to like make a living as an artist and like earn at least what ten k a month. You have to be not just good at creating music and resonating it with people, yeah. but also in business and you know like marketing and business management, finance, and you know because I'm sure there's a lot of elements that it takes for you to get a project off the ground so many things bro you got to put it on like you got to register it you got to put it on your publishing you got to put it on your distribution you got to put it the lyrics there's like so many different angles that you can like what to do with your music in order to get it out there but it gets so overwhelming when you're if you're trying to do it all yourself you know but then it also takes away from the art when you're focused on like the other side of it when it's like oh whatever bro just like do something you know it's just so many angles for one person to do and if you start adding more people it doesn't seem like art it seems like business because now you're like conducting business and you're like asking people to create shit for you and like delegating to like so what's the medium you like to be at like what which parts do you like enjoying like or which parts do you enjoy making or doing it's weird bro i have such a i like the concept phase like 
creating the songs. I like that. I like writing and recording. I like recording. That's it, though. I don't like mixing. I don't <laughs> yeah. like mastering. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. I just want to yeah. record. That's it. I just want to record and, and leave. And like, all right, let me know when it's done. I mean, a lot of YouTubers, in a sense, are kind of like that. All they want to do is just film. They don't want to fucking plan for this shit. They just want to film. Yeah. And they don't even want to edit this shit either, yeah. you know? So they just want to show up when it's time. So that way they can shoot as much as possible because everything else is scalable, mm-hmm. you know, but for filming, you need to be there. <laughs> you can't just yeah. that that can't just run on its own, especially when it's a channel that's like personality based. This shit's crazy. Yo. This shit consumed your whole life. <laughs> yeah. Really but do you thing. have people now taking care of those things that you don't want to do? Sometimes, you know, some things like I have some dude that does like some lyric videos for me and some edits and stuff for me and we just hired like a PR company to to put like oh no they did like playlisting so they got us on a bunch of playlists so flies doing really well it's like 11k already yeah i really enjoy that song yeah Yo, i've been so like re- many yeah i've been playing that shit yeah bro that's the one with the with the green screen cover right yeah <laughs> why the green screen what made you choose that bro like we had this thing where it was like we're going back and forth i made like five covers and i showed everybody and they're like nah we don't like that they showed me their covers i was like that's fucking garbage bro Stop. what was it like what, what what did you see i had i had like i made like this futuristic woman and it was like some lightning i also paid somebody on fiverr to make one he made one. I liked it, but like we couldn't agree. All three of us, me, Marcus, and Matt, could not agree on one thing. So I was like, you know what? All right, it's just gonna be green. That's it. It's just gonna be green. That's it. <laughs> and they were like, what? And I was like, I don't even care what y'all say no more. Like there is no other option. This is it. It's gonna be green, and it's going up tonight. And they, some of them didn't like it, but some people really love it. Like. Just think I mean, it catches attention, right? Yeah. You see that There's bright eyes green, right? Yeah. There's it definitely stands out, Hub. like, uh-huh. uh-huh. And you submit your song, and you get rated, and some people rate the cover like ninety nine, and other people are like six. Like you rate from zero to a hundred, and it so was it's like either so you cool. love it or hate it. Yeah, or you hate it. And I, I was like, when I made it, I was like fire when i made it i just like picked the green and i was like this is it but damn some people like that shit i thought it was super interesting it made other covers look like they were doing too much it just made our cover look like you know it was like i don't need to put more branding on it It's, it's just like a feeling versus like so fly larry buzz you know like trying to put all these elements to like sell right. it to you it's like I'm not trying to sell you this song anymore. It's just like, like, yeah. Cause uh, I mean, honestly, bro, if it's good, it's going to spread. Yeah. If yeah, people exactly. like it, they're going to share it. They're going to listen to it. They're going to bump it in their car. They're at, their friends are going to ask what song is this. And then, and that's how the word of mouth gets around, you know? Yeah. But yeah. like, it's up to that. It's up to the music. If the music exactly. is fire, it doesn't matter what the fuck the cover is, you know? Exactly. bro. That's you what met, I was like, remember really like met. iPod days? You don't you never seen cover, especially if you download it from LimeWire. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? It's yeah. only if you bought music that you saw that shit. And it's so small and it's like pointless to try and like but there are some cool covers. Like yeah, you know, it's, sure. it's it's either gonna be cool as fuck or just like simple and let's not think of this because there's like 90 other things that we gotta think about and not the cover. Like the like the cover is it's not that important, but it could be, yeah. but in a way it's not, you know? So I just wanted to change. And, if you're, and it's funny. Cause like, but a YouTuber, like they need to really focus on a thumbnail. Cause that's the incentive for people to click, you know? Yeah. So like certain things that is different for YouTubers, like YouTubers actually have to focus on that cover technically to like get people to watch their shit. Yeah, but even as like a YouTube click rate, it was like pretty high compared to my other videos, you know, right. so it's kind of worth trying different things that 
you've never done before to, to see if like something catches, you know? Thumbnails I mean, why are... do you think that that one time Drake for his album cover did um, what what was the one where he literally just wrote? Oh like, yeah, letters? exactly. Mm -hmm. Like scribble. Oh letters. yeah, it was like the title of the album, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. What about like for, for uh, um the, one the of his latest albums was just black Donda? It was just black. Just black. Yeah. Kendrick right. Lamar, when he did the album Untitled, literally the name of the album was Untitled, and every track was Untitled 1, Untitled 2, Untitled yeah. 3. Yeah. Fire album. <laughs> wow. Just changing it up, switching it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about, like, artists that pretty much, like, how do you get your music to be heard? Like, how do you fucking stand out? Especially with artists that, like, can't really afford music videos. You know, they don't know anybody that, you know shoots or whatever like how can these people in butt fuck nowhere get their music heard like mainstream or not even but like at least have a an audience you know i'm learning that i'm trying to figure out <laughs> what it is that's gonna make it like really make an impact but i did see a crazy impact with so fly because i got like 300 shazams which that's a lot of Shazams to me. Like, for some, for three hundred people to just be listening to it and be like, "Oh, what song is this?" and Shazam right. it, like that's pretty crazy. So, I think that says something about the song and and the like the 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 want to know what it is when you hear it. But it's like, how am I going to get people to hear it in the first place? Like, where is yeah. it going to be playing for people to Shazam it? You know, and and I think. Um, a lot of those Shazams are coming from like, I put it in Joe's video on her workout video. Mm -hmm. And right. I think people are listening there and then Shazamming it from there. Gotcha. Is, so like, what is something that the labels would do that you necessarily can't do? Like a major would, label. They would put it in places to play, like hand it to the right like DJs. Playlists. Playlists, yeah. hand it to the right playlists, put it in the DJs. Get Turn people radio listen. Yeah, radio yeah. stations. If if I put yeah, it because like, once you get that spark started, if yeah, it, I, if the song's good, it'll fucking take off, right? Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly, <laughs> but a lot of shit, bro, they be acting like it takes off organically. But you know what I found out? That guy that did that uh, video where he's like sipping on the juice and riding on the skateboard and shit right mm -hmm. yeah so i thought that video just went viral and it and completely went viral but really what happened was it went viral but then they put a million dollars behind it to make it even more viral so it's like would it have gone that viral without that money probably not you know probably yeah. not hmm. good so question they they also put money towards it once they see it doing good they're like they add more money towards it, you know? They yeah. push it real hard. Wait, so that. who put money behind that video? And what was the point? It was to promote the Probably song the he was playing? Probably the brand or the song. Oh, cran gotcha, from like the cranberry juice. Yeah. I see. Wow. So, they so maybe that's something artists can incorporate in their shit, right? Like maybe possibly, possibly like repping something that maybe the brand can can push it the thing is like you, that was like so unpredictable like how the fuck would anybody know that was going to go viral in the first place you know so yeah yeah in a way artists just got to create and allow things to to travel as they will on its own yeah. like if people fuck with Can't it, really people force it yeah, you're going to ask people to make videos. People ain't going to make no videos. Like, they have to want to make videos with your audio in order for them yeah. to make videos with your audio. Like, I think I think just like in um, the social media game, that's why yeah. collabing and connecting with other artists is so important because you're reaching out to their artists or to their fan base, you know? And just making yeah, those connections you never know what happens yeah are you doing I mean, any collabs like as far as like what I nick mean, is talking video. about I mean, the, I mean, the yeah. last song so fly 
And the last song has a, has a, has an artist on it. The latest song, I'll Go, has an artist on it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've been doing that. But, you know, I'm also working with artists that are smaller than me, which right. doesn't really... Right, that's the thing. You get yeah. attached. And it's, it's good to do that because... Yeah. There's like artists that are smaller than you that are fucking talented as shit, but it's also important to definitely latch on to bigger artists, like both. Or worlds. maybe pay for a feature, right? Like, cause I, I know yeah. that there's artists that do that. Like they'll pay like a yeah. hundred racks for Kodak <laughs> and you know, like maybe the song will take off because Kodak is in it and like a lot of blogs will post about it. And you know, there's those hardcore fans that just want to listen to it. And maybe that can be a way of discovering you. Yeah, but I think it's like important to have at least one song that's like really doing it. So that way the artist also can respect you in the same light. You know, like you want to have a song that's like popping first, you know, like you want to have a song before collabing or getting collabs. I mean, you could try and get a collab, but it's it's almost like you're going to miss your chance because. People are going to be like, oh, who is this artist? And then they're not going to see one song that's really right. that fire, you know? They're going to be like, oh, right. you have all these other songs, but none of them are fire. Only one song well, is going to get plays. I feel like if you strategize it and you have those songs ready to go in the in the tank and you release that first song with Kodak, per se, and now you got three more fire songs to release right after it, you know? I or just think just it's get a whole bunch of collabs. You got to have the right audience. You know, not everybody is going to really want to be your fan. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you like the, the thing is fans. getting in front of those people, you know, just to have a chance. That's, I feel like that's what artists are like struggling with is like getting in front of people, at least like getting heard one time. But like, and if could, the person doesn't ask. like it, They'll move on, but if they like it, they'll stick around. You can run ads. Run ads on Facebook, on Instagram, and get that first listen, you know? I ran a little bit of ads on on SoFly. I mean, did pretty well. So it's like, yeah. And you can, like, continue to do that. Run run a bunch of ads, get on, like, get a PR, get on playlists, you know? Just get out there like that. What do you think would be more effective to spend let's say fifty thousand dollars on a song on a collab or spend fifty thousand dollars marketing a track i say marketing a track yeah Mm. and getting your real organic uh not your yeah your your audience because you don't need anybody else's audience you just need your audience and then from there you can find out what they're listening what other artists they're listening to and then you collab with that artist because then you have similar artists. But you, you like right. do a collab with, uh, with Kodak, but then they go on my shit. They're like, together we are free. It might yeah. not be the right audience. I mean, who knows? Well, yeah, we're, we're who knows? A lot of those people might be yeah, like, yeah. you know, Haitian, Caribbean, or whatever. Like, they might. They but, might go into uh, that. Yeah, vibe. But, I mean, you, you would spend that 50K on an artist that you know would resonate with, like their exactly. fan base would resonate with your music. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So like, I don't know yet. Like I haven't even had enough plays for me to know what artist, what other people are listening to, like what other artists my aud- audience is listening to, you know? So you have to like hit a certain threshold of, of, of plays, I guess, so that they can put you in and be like, oh, these are similar artists, you know? Right now, my profile yeah. doesn't doesn't have similar artists, so I'm kind of like mm. in the dark still until I get enough plays. That's why I said fifty thousand. I was spent on getting the right plays. Just keep yeah. on getting more and more plays and, and doing the right marketing and marketing on Facebook and shit. It's like it's so complex. It could be so complex, <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, it's not bro. It's simple. definitely. It's definitely complex, bro. It took me, like, honestly years to really fine-tune what the fuck I wanted to do. Because for the longest, i just been throwing money at it and just trying to get some performance out of it. And it helped me a lot, especially on a come-up when I was first doing skits and stuff, you know? And I feel like that's what kind of got the ball rolling, too, by getting people to like my page. And then from there, whenever I posted something new, it would be new people that, 
you know, were there. So that just kind of grows organically if you have enough people as a core audience, you know? Yeah. But I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about like, how important is it to have visuals now attached to your song? Like, do you think it's absolutely necessary for a song to like really go mainstream? I guess it just depends, you know, what kind of song it is because like some of the latest songs that, where like smaller artists that blew up, they blew up off TikTok, and you know, organically, you know, organically, you know. So can you pay like, for that or no? You could pay on TikTok too. Yeah, you could run ads on TikTok too. You know, and it's like the thing is, it's like for artists to do all of it is a lot. It's a lot to run all these campaigns, to continue to create, to be in that flow state of like creating and writing and being like meticulous and passionate about the beats and about the sounds and revamping and going back and re-recording it's so much you know that it makes you like it makes you just want to create and then hopefully something something happens yeah something happens and then the right team will form itself because it's just like it's so much yeah but that's i mean i think that's the way to go honestly i I do think that that's the way to go i think it's kind of a shitty way to think though you know i think like in a way it's a it's a it's like the way that we think but it really shouldn't be it's like if you really want to make money off music you got to think of it as a business you got to plot you got to be like strategic about how you're going to get to your goals like ten thousand a month you need two and a half million listeners how are you going to get there strategically you know one way i thought like when i dropped my my um ep next like in a month or two i was thinking about because kanye is here in, in miami and i found this dude who uh he has like this huge projector and that bitch projects like on the side of a building, like any building he can just project from his car. The whole van is like. <laughs> so I was thinking about getting paying this guy, whatever, a stack to go and shine on a building that I know Kanye's inside. Wow. And outside it says Kanye or Ye rate my album in a QR oh code. Oh my God. I'm like, yo. See, that's the type of shit you got to be thinking of as an artist to stand out. Exactly. So, like, other people walking by, they'll be like, what? Let me, let me, let me rate it, you know? And if Kanye does see it, even if he doesn't, it still is like relevant to what's going on. And that's a strategy on how we can get a thousand new listeners, you know what I mean? So, coming up with strategies. just documenting that performance as well can like raise some attention even if he doesn't see it and even if it doesn't work out the way you guys want it like that's a story right there that's like entertainment you know and that can also push the song like if people are curious about it like oh fuck Mm -hmm. this guy went all this just to get kanye's attention let me listen to this shit let me see if this is good even if it gets some sort of like negative publicity where you see it on like those pages on Instagram is like, oh, this guy, this artist tried to get Kanye to listen, but Kanye wasn't having it. Now, millions of people are going to see that video and going to see your album. And then if they like it, bam, now you got a bunch of fucking new followers. Exactly. But even reaching out to those pages and, and, and giving them the content ready to go and paying them to post about it. Artist calls out for Kanye to rate his album. And we posted on like 20 Instagram pages, like Broward pages, hip hop page, all these different kind of pages, you know, but it goes yeah. back to knowing your audience, because if you do do like a hip hop page and then they don't really give a fuck, you know, you got to know like what kind of audience is the right audience for you. Yeah. Right. Because like you could waste ad bucks. People spend so much money. They spend yeah. ad bucks. If they're targeting, right? The wrong, yeah, they target the wrong people. That's it. They just spending money. Yeah. Yeah. No, I always try to make every single dollar like go as far as I can make it. 
because i mean but a lot of it has to do with the creative as well you know it's like it depends on the creative to see how well your ad does because some stand out way more than others you know so you have to just keep trying different shit always keep trying different shit and like find different ways that you can get attention (laughs) you know even if it's like from multiple people or just a, a single person like kanye yeah and continuously being on that but there's different types of artists you know like Kendrick Lamar ain't on none of that shit. He ain't out here trying to be consistent on YouTube or like Instagram yeah. or like trying to be in the yeah, press. He already has a fan base. I know, but Once he got like fan base. Yeah, so. that's the hard. That's the thing, you know. So it's like, in a way, you don't. It, it's weird because you don't need to do that, but if you really want to have longevity, you kind of do. You know because. You could just make a song and it could just blow up out of nowhere, but then what? You know? Yeah, I feel like yeah, most well, of it goes big, back to Go most ahead. Of Nick. These, most of these big artists that do stop doing that, like a Frank Oceans, a Kendrick yeah. Lamar, I feel like they're able to do that because they got so big and they rose to stardom and now they could take a step back and they can come back out and people aren't gonna stop listening to them when it comes to like most of these tiktok artists and shit like that they can't stop because they haven't reached that level yet yeah it's weird <laughs> yeah. it's weird to think about like some people can monetize their brand and make so much money and other people they don't make as much money because they just don't know how to monetize their brand yeah i mean there's tactics that you might not know about you know there's a lot of people that don't know certain things and they're missing out on money like people don't know that you can enter certain programs you can participate in certain or you know like do certain brand deals like have go on certain sites for you know whatever like to to help you propel your brand forward but people don't know about it because they're not really curious yeah it's also like for me, what I found is like, I'm not willing to work on projects that I don't really, really believe in or that I don't like believe in totally. Like, you know, you could open up a protein shake, you know, line or something like that, you know, like pre-workout and have your own custom pre-workout or protein shakes. Or, but like, it doesn't really align with my morals in a sense because i don't think that's like absolutely necessary for fitness so it's like we don't even create it yeah i could probably make you know quarter million dollars opening up that that side of the business but it's like i don't even want to do that i'm not even like interested in doing that you know yeah it doesn't excite you yeah but certain people don't care they're like willing to, to do any anything that can pay them some money yeah and i feel like that's not the route to take because you're just chasing that you're not really chasing fulfillment you know yeah yeah you gotta love it man hell yeah yeah i hate doing shit that i don't want to (laughs) do yeah imagine if i had to do it it sucks even if there's like a, a high financial pay, it's, it's almost worse when like you get paid really well for some shit you hate. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, it's like I... winning in the casino. Yeah. You know? Well, that's kind of fresh. You wanna... But like, <laughs> you know, like doing some shit you hate and they're like paying you more. They're like, yeah, you're going to do it for me. You know? like... I mean, I also feel like you got to pick and choose your battles because. I don't like editing per se, even my own shit. I wish I could fucking pay somebody else to do that shit. But I know how picky I am and I know how meticulous I am with my own stuff. So I enjoy how I edit my own stuff. I just hate doing it, you know? Yeah, because it's a tough spot. You get put in the same spot. It's either you edit it yourself or, and you hate it, or you hate the fact that you have to keep telling someone to edit it the way you like it. And now you're yeah. like, ah, fuck, I gotta let this, let this guy know again. Like he messed up, he gotta, he gotta re-export. And now you're yeah. like. Yeah, you're oh, still so. gonna be doing some work. That's literally yeah. what I go through with, with editors. But yeah. it's also like, 
you train people. What what I try to do when I give notes to my editors is as opposed to just telling them like, hey, zoom in on this or zoom in on that or change this or change that. I try to give them why I want them to do that, which takes more time. But in the long term, I see that it's helped them out for them to know why I, I chose to do those things. So they make less of those mistakes or it's not necessarily mistakes. It's just certain certain times it's just stylistic. It just becomes more business related going back, you know, it because it's it's less art, it's more business. It's like you know what I'm saying? Like art is like kind of the expression. It's not like the meticulous thought of it. I guess it could be, but but really you're talking about like the business side of it. You're like, okay, you know, you do this and you do this and like and that's so what's the Larry, what's the do it? What's the difference between that and like collaborating with people on a passion project per se? Well, if you're collaborating, we're like throwing ideas. We're like listening to each other's suggestion. But like when you have a contractor, you're telling him what you want. You know, yeah. he's listening and doing what you want. Yeah, Which but is, in order for you to scale, you have to you have to get a bigger team. Yeah, but scale. I, I feel like if you get people that are at the same level as you, like I've gotten Marty in certain projects that I had to direct, but I'm like, yo, Marty, can you edit this? And I've sat with him together. So I don't feel that way about Marty because I feel like Marty, if anything, is a better editor than me because he's been doing it for such a fucking longer time. You know what I mean? So I don't feel that way. I just feel like what you're saying, even though I'm paying him, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like a collaborative effort because we're both at, each other's levels so we kind of understand each other you know if you pay if you pay somebody that's not at your level then it becomes more of that feeling because you're kind of like no you got to do this 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 and that but if somebody kind of already knows what they're they're doing and you don't got to say shit then you don't feel that way but sometimes it's not even about levels it's about different styles right because they're could be someone that's really talented has been doing this for over a decade but their style is completely different than your style yeah you know and if you're thinking what a business mind you're making suggestion and changes with a business mind you know it's different when you're thinking in a business perspective than if you're just going based off of like what you stylistically like you know sometimes what you like isn't what is more viral but if you mm. want to go viral you got to change what you like in order to go viral like that's just the rules of the game like you know in a way like yeah, there's some videos but it's not always the case right because a lot not. of people do create music and that yeah. happens to go viral yeah like but, what they like yeah so there's really no real answer right because you can try to make it viral and it won't go viral or you can try yeah. to do it the way you like and it still won't go viral or it will like i mean might as well just do what the fuck you want to do and then if it goes viral that's even better right like that's just <laughs> that's just like a compliment to your work I guess it, or to it, it your just art depends. i guess it just depends because sometimes what you like isn't what your audience likes and then you got to make a decision on whether you listen to your audience or you just do what you want to do. Maybe both and not like either or, or you know, because yeah. you could cater to your audience. But at the same time, you could do what the fuck you want to do just because of, you know, you, you want to express that experimental side of you because yeah. that's what makes things fun. You know, you, you, you want to do stuff that you might want to that, that you're going to discover later on that you are you know, that you really like or you don't like. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bigger believer in doing what you want to do. I'm not saying don't listen to the audience. It it is important to know what works, but I am a bigger believer in like doing what you want to do as an artist. And if that is what satisfies you and makes you happy, then fuck it. I'm going to do this, but definitely always be looking at the analytics and seeing what works better in within what you do because even if like let marty's example he did it, uh, that youtube video that went viral and he gained an audience that he didn't like so 
he didn't necessarily. No, it's not. Them. It's not that. It's not the fact that I didn't like him. It's I just like the fact you guys. That, uh, <laughs> well, but it wasn't the audience you wanted. It's not that you didn't like him, but it's no, not no, no. It's not even the. Want. It's not even the one that that I don't. Want. It's just like a, a different type of video that I don't make anymore. You know, and that's what kind of made me like not even want to show it around because I feel like. I didn't want to be known for that, you know? That was just something that, honestly, like, I did it from the heart and something that I knew that a lot of people were missing out on, and I did it without the expectations, and yeah, it just happened to... Yeah, but those audiences didn't relate to the other content that you're putting out. That's what I mean. It's not sure, necessarily that you yeah. didn't like them or that you didn't want them. It's that they didn't engage with the other content, so it wasn't benefiting right. your page or your brand. Yeah. So you, you kind of... You switched up, but you're not going to continue doing that type of content that you're doing before just to please that those audience and it no. might who knows if you would have done some more of those videos and i even told you i remember bro why don't you do another one and see if it goes well and you're like nah fuck that i don't want to do this you yeah. know um so that's where it, it kind of like what do you do do you follow the audience or do you just do what you want to do so it's like i don't know but that also it. happens with music artists right like they put uh -huh. out a song that takes off and like what happens like if that artist hates that song and still has to perform it you know like that does happen i was just listening to yeah. oliver, oliver tree um uh podcast on logan paul's podcast oh yeah mm -hmm. i heard that dude it was so good and he was just mentioning you know that one song that goes and he was like yo i fucking hate that song i made that shit eight years yeah. ago it just came out six months ago <laughs> wait it's it's more than six months no whatever a year ago but uh, yeah he made it eight years ago. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that happens to artists. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of like Justin Bieber songs, like Justin Bieber doesn't want to perform. <laughs> I'm sure he does not want to perform Baby. <laughs> yeah, he has way better, newer songs. Yeah, bro. I feel like I spent a lot of time thinking and trying to find out what people like, you know, and it has made me like drift away a little bit from just creating art. So like I still create like on my on my own, but I feel like when it comes to like business, because I chose to like build a business and start like I would say everybody needs a co-founder. Has like if everybody gets like a like a great co-founder, I think anything is possible. You know, co-founder of what? To anything you want to do, if you have like. Like if you have one person that is the doer and if you are like the visionary, you get somebody who's the doer, you can go f extremely far. Like you got to know. Yeah, but the person doing, I think it's going to like, I don't know. I feel like the person doing might feel some type of way too, because they might feel like they're working and the visionary person might not. Or like they might think the, the person doing might think that the visionary person is not working and that it's, can create a lot of conflicts. Well, yeah, it's like Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs was the visionary. The other guy was the guy who actually coded everything and made it happen, you know? So Right. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, so but then it comes, when it comes to that, I feel like you might have to pay that person, right? To like get certain things done and also have more equity in the project as well. Yeah, I mean, definitely have shared equity, you know, but it just will help you so much you know i i like at least for me my opinion is like get a great co-founder you know for me i've noticed that I, i've worked really well with teams and, and building people and working with somebody if it's just me even with it. music even with music yeah even with music i i ha like there's no songs that i just do like a hundred percent myself and i mm -hmm. mix myself and master myself like nothing you know like I always right. get somebody else's opinion on it or like somebody else's take on it and allow them to have like creative control over it. And I want that, you yeah. know, I, I want that extra eyes, but like a co-founder, like for me and Joe, it's easy for me to look at the brand and like point different things out and, you know, try to change things and like feel disconnected from, from it. So it's easy for me to judge it, but like my personal stuff, you know, it's harder for me to yeah. like really. Cause you're in it. Yeah. Cause I, I, I am it, you know? So yeah. 
co-founder, bro. I think that shit would help everybody. You know. You know what, I, bro? I think you would you would really like maybe like getting a house or something for like the weekend and just creating as much shit as possible. Just being in a new place. I just you know feel, somewhere like isolated today. too. I thought of that today. I thought about like what we did with the video. So I was like, bro, that was so fire. And I was like, damn, I should do this shit with like, like music, you know, just go out. Even music videos. And just like have like, Maybe. everybody is like artists and musicians and like two, three different rooms, like recording, beat making yeah. and like, yeah, you know, vibes going. Damn, yeah, you exactly. can kill two birds with one stone. You run out of house for the weekend. You already have a song that you already recorded that you're going to record a music video there. And the other days you spent um, just creating content and videos <laughs> or, or music there. It might have to be either or, though, because they yeah. both take a lot of work. Yeah, bro. Artists need time. You know, like, like I need so much time, bro. I need time off of art in order for me to, like, really create at, at the highest level for me. I need, like, I need to do, I need to be doing nothing for a while. And then I'll, 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 like, feel inspired to, like, create something new or, like, tap in, you know? I can't but I do like, think that you can kind of, like, you can kind of summon that feeling by, like, being in a certain environment, including, sure. like, location and people, you know? Yeah. So if yeah. you do like happen to be at a new location that has like a pretty nice view or whatever, and you set up your fucking computer with the speakers and have people there that are into music that, you know, can make your ship sound better, even having an engineer like our friend Aramis in there, Fine. like, bro, you can have so much, you can probably come out of that weekend with a few bangers, bro, because you're in that environment, you're in that element. It just seems like people that are artists every time i link up with aramis the first day is is only talking we i mean that's part of the work though is catching up and like seeing what page you're on i feel i I consider that as part of the work but you know obviously these things happen to have you know they they have to they have to happen organically for for it to like really i think like make something be authentic yeah yeah, no, I definitely think it's an awesome idea. I want to do it. That's why you, you should. Like, need time. Here. Like, yeah, here, even, even in, in Florida. Yeah. What would you say, Nick? That's why you mentioned you need time. Because, like, you know, it takes time just to catch up, talk, talk shit, get into that vibe again. Start I mean, if you need that much time instead around. of doing the weekend, do it the whole week. A whole week. <laughs> it, sh- it needs to feel yeah. like it's not work, you know? It needs to feel like we're yeah. all having fun, we're all like yeah. kicking it, chilling, like playing some sounds. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's with music. I think it has to be like that for sure. Yeah, it's it's so different. You know, it's not yeah. like have a it, pool, have a hot tub, like just have different things that yeah. can make you come up with ideas, bro. And constantly have someone working on a beat or whatever the fuck, you know, like playing uh, music. Yeah, or it's. Or it's like, bro, just be in it every day. Be in it every single day. But that's like, what you would do. <laughs> no, I'm saying like every day, every day. like. Oh, like at home. Day. Yeah. 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 You know? Because yeah, constantly I, sharpening just, that tool. It's just been tough because the marketing and the business brain is different than like the artist brain for me. And I find myself in that business brain so much throughout the day that when it comes to like the artist brain, I'm just like tapped out and I'm like, but I feel like that's why you need to go on like places, like new places to get those type of work done, to get out of that element of business mindset and be creative by being somewhere new and being around people. Yeah. Like the sole purpose is for us to make music and like, you know, yeah. create like sonically. I feel like, yeah. yeah. And obviously, vlog that shit or have someone document it because yeah. you never know, man. You can oh, get yeah. like the 30, yeah. mil, $30 million check from Netflix one day. Who knows? Crazy. I, I really hope that, like, or I can't wait for the studio so that way I could kind of create this vibe where it's like everyday music, you know, at yeah. least some time for music because. 
sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just going to write every day. I'm going to write a verse every day. But I'll be like in the middle of the verse and I'm, and I'm not done. And I gave myself an hour and I'm like two hours deep and I'm not done. I gave myself three hours and I'm like, I'm still not done, you know? So it's not like, I mean, I could just stop, but I'm just going to stop in the middle of the verse and I'm just I'm not going to finish, you know? Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Dedication, man. So, uh, Lawrence, where can people find you? People find me. Brad Cannon. Brad Cannon on Spotify, on uh, Apple Music. Larry Pies on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. I'm all audio, audio. I ain't TikTok. TikTok. I can do a little TikTok. Which platform you you you're mostly engaged with right now, bro? None, bro. None. <laughs> none. You you none. don't go on. Some. I mean, I go on. Like I'll go on Instagram and stuff, but I won't post. Like. I don't really like sometimes I feel like posting is for other people and that makes me not really want to do it. Like, like I don't feel like I have to post for other people. I don't know. It's just such a weird balance between <laughs> like social media. I, I have with social media, you know, cause like I don't, I feel like sharing, but at the same time, I don't care to share. Yeah. You know, it's a weird balance. Like, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, it's so weird, bro. And the fact that, like, you know, Joe has, you know, like, we we post a lot on her account. She posts a lot. And it, it just makes me, like, not want to post at all. Right. It makes me yeah. want to just, like, continue to just, like, better myself, but not have to, like, show everything that I do and, like, you know, like, yeah. post like consistently I, I really never got into that but at the same time i feel like it would be a, i would you know be a difference if i did that and took some time to like really post frequently and just do you man i feel like you should just do what the fuck you want to do man don't stress about that other little yeah. shit i feel like that's just secondary you know i feel like what you really need to be focusing on is creating the best fucking possible music that you can right now and you know obviously like trying your fucking best you know the thing is like if i really wanted to be like something that i've earned from and even like if i want to build a community you know people community are, are built on like trust and the way to build trust is to consistently post and they know that you're going to be there today they wake up in the morning they know that you posted they see you every single day you're telling them personal things you're telling them funny things you're like they're going along with the journey so if yeah. you really want to make it like your career or like your money or i'm maybe talking to me if i really want to make it my career and i want to make money and i want to earn off my art then it has to, I have to think like a business. I gotta think like a like a marketer would think, you know. If I had an artist, yeah. I would want I would want him to post every single day. Why would he not post? Like <laughs> he's my artist. Like, bro, you better post, you know. Free marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's free marketing, exactly. I always say that to all, all the people I work with. I'm like, bro, it's free marketing, bro. But like when it comes to me posting, I'm just like, I don't really care. <laughs> but I should I should be like more like all right we're gonna post we're gonna turn this into like a like a business you know like turn it into like a real brand so that way it maybe you should have a label then i could but i i i a big part of me like wants to have my own thing you know what i mean like i want to help other people build their thing but i also want to have my own thing too you know yeah just like y'all want to have your own thing. Like, I feel like we all had that in us to like want to be leaders and want to have our own thing. And like, you know, like we, we helped each other get to new places, but we always like, I right, know, but what about like what I want to do? You know, like, what about me? Mm -hmm. Like, what about my ideas? What about my thoughts? Yeah, you know? of course. 
So everybody need to do what they want to do. Yeah. For you to be happy. And like, obviously like we still find ways to work with each other, you know, to help our own ideas come to life. Like, fuck, I have, I had all those ideas. Like when we got together, like I had a bunch of ideas, but it wouldn't have been possible if you guys weren't there. You know, I can't do that shit by myself. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely fucking helps. All right. I guess that's all the time we have for today's podcast. Larry, thank you so much for hopping on a call. Uh, thank you guys. Find for, you, I guess. Thank you guys for having me. It was such a great time. It was an honor to be on this podcast. I love you guys and keep killing it, boys. All right, y'all. Y'all heard him. Find us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast, all of it. Give us a leave us a review, guys. Pornhub. Yeah. Oh, uh oh. Oh, we got video on Spotify now too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, if you listen on Spotify, do they have likes on Spotify? Comments? No. I I guess they can follow if they don't follow already. Yeah. Follow that Spotify. All right, y'all. See you guys next week. Thanks for watching slash listening. Peace out.